Shalom to all. Today's daf is the very first daf of Masechah's Peah. That's daf Aleph. And just like we're starting this Masechah together, we should be Zechah to finish it together and all of Shas Yerushalmi together. Now let's remember that we're using the Eiz Vahadr Tzurah daf, which is an absolute pleasure to learn from. A grace Yashukach to Eiz Vahadr for this masterpiece, which has made Yerushalmi extremely accessible to the Hamaynam. Now the Art School Gemara uses this Tzurah daf as well. And once again, Art School has done a magnificent job providing clear explanations appreciated by both the Talmud Chacham and Layman. Now as we mentioned at the beginning of Masechah's Brach, all of Yerushalmi has been sponsored the Ilu Nishmas, Maros Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, and because all the Torah being learned in her honor, her Neshama should have a tremendous aliyah, and we should all be zeichet to vitziyam b'mishpati padeh with the coming of Mashiach tzidkenu b'mher v'yameinu. Now, the number of things that you're going to notice that are different about Masechah's Peah. Firstly, there's no charedim. Sadly, we only have Pirsha charedim on two Masechahs, Brachas and Beitzah, and that places the Mara Folda into the number one slot. As you see, he takes the charedim's place on the inside of the Gemara. Another thing is that the Vilna Gain is featured prominently on the daf. Firstly, with the Bir Hagra, and we have two different Kisve Yad featured on the bottom half of the daf, as well as with Likut Mishnah Salyo. And finally, with the Masechta itself, many of us are unfamiliar with much of Seder's Rhyme, because even those that learn Mishnayas only have had a taste, but not too much in-depth learning. Now, Talmud Yerushalmi, being the Gemara of Eretz Yisrael, places great emphasis on Seder's Rhyme, for the entire Seder has to do with mitzvahs hatliyus ba'aretz, mitzvahs that are unique to Eretz Yisrael, which in particular are agricultural mitzvahs. So now, we too have this chus to learn about all these wonderful mitzvahs. Now, three of these agricultural mitzvahs that we're going to be learning about in this Masechta have to do with harvesting. And those are the mitzvahs of Leket, Shecha, and Peah. Leket is loosely translated as gatherings, and that refers to individual stalks of grain that fell during the harvest. Those have to be left for their name to gather, and the owner is not allowed to take them. Shecha refers to bundles of grain that were forgotten, and those too have to be left for their name. And Peah, which literally means corner or edge, refers to the chiv that the Baal has to leave over part of his field unharvested for that name to come and harvest. Now let's just explore this mitzvah of peah. The Pasuk in Vayikra says, When you harvest your land, do not destroy or eliminate the corner of your field. Leave them for the poor person and the ger. So we see from this Pasuk that there's this idea of peah leaving over the corner of the field for the ani. So without further ado, let's begin, and this is probably going to be familiar to most people because we say this in davening every day, the following things do not have a shear, they don't have a set amount, which means there's no shear for these things. One can be yaitse with the most minimum, and one can also give or do as much as they want. Number one, hapeya, the man of peya that has to be left over. There's no minimum and there's no maximum. Vabikurim, and first fruits that are brought up to the base of Mekdash, there's no minimum and there's no maximum. Vahare ayayin, and appearing. What is appearing? So we know there's a mitzvah by Shalash Regalim, that all males have mitzvah to appear in the base of Mekdash. There's no minimum or maximum for that. A person could just walk into the base of Mekdash and wave and say hello, or he can show up a thousand times in one day. Ugmilas chasadim, and doing acts of kindness, which the Gemara is going to explain what that's referring to, the Talmud Taira, and learning Taira. Sometimes a person could be Yaitse's Chiv of Talmud Taira with just one word, and we know as well, in terms of the maximum, there's no maximum, the sky's the limit when it comes to learning Taira. And the Mishnah continues, These are the things that a person eats from their fruits in this world, which means a person will derive some sort of benefit from this thing in this world. However, the Karen, the principle, that means waiting for him in Olam Haba. What are these things? honoring father and mother, and doing acts of kindness, and bringing peace in between man and his friend, and Talmud Torah is equal to all of them. Now the Gemara begins, So we listen to a number of things in the mission that don't have a shear. But now the Gemara asks, He said as follows, They were asking the following, They said, Why didn't the Mishnah teach 
truma along with these things that don't have a shear. We know that midairai, so there's no shear for how much truma has to be given. We know that chito achas by akri. A person can have a massive pile of grain and he can take off one little kernel of grain. And midairai, so he's yatiz chiv of truma. So why did we mention truma in the Mishnah? Alpha and on top. Amravimi, he answered, because there's machlekes. There's machlekes tonight in the Mishnah in trumas, how much truma a person is allowed to give. And there's a tana that holds that there is a cap, that there's a maximum amount of truma that a person is allowed to give. And we're not bringing anything in our Mishnah that's a subject of machlekes. Now, Amravyesi gives a different answer. We have a Mishnah that tells us, Adam Isa Kalsudeu Bikurim. If a person wants to make his entire field Bikurim, he wants to bring up his whole field as first fruits, he could do so. But the Adam Isa Kalsudeu Truma, he can't turn his entire field into Truma. He can't harvest all of his grain and say all this is Truma. That's because Truma is called Rashis, and Rashis means the first. So if you're going to give everything, then you don't have something called the first. You have to have first and second in order to have a first. So therefore, a person can't make his entire field Truma. And therefore, we see that there's a shear to Truma. But now, Hasevin, they ask the following question We have a price that says a person is not allowed to turn their entire field into Peah. Utanisa, now our Mishnah taught that. So we see that our Mishnah teaches Peah, even though it's very clear from the Brice, so that Peah does have a shear, just like Truma has a shear. Person can't turn their whole field into Truma, a person can't turn their whole field into Peah. So why did we mention Peah and not Truma? So Rabbi Yaisi answers, Cutting that first stalk of grain in the field, that's just like smoothing out a pile. And we're going to explain what that means. Before the person cuts his first stalk of grain in his field, his field is not chayv in peah yet. Misha cuts from the moment he cuts that first stalk of grain in his chayv his entire field is chayv in peah. Bikesh Lasus Isa. Now, if he wants to make his entire field paya, he could. Which means that when the Brisa tells us that a person is not able to make his entire field paya, that means before he's chayv to leave paya, he can't say that his whole field is paya. But once he's chayv in paya, meaning he cuts that first stalk of grain, so now he has a chayv to leave paya, the rest of his field, minus that one stalk, could be left as paya. So there's no contradiction between the Brisa and our Mishnah. Bezam and Alpha on top, Baram Hacha, however, over here with Truma, Ad Shalonis Merechakri, before the pile of grain is smoothed out, Lenis Chayv Karyo Truma. His pile is not Chayv in Truma. It's only once he smoothed out the pile, now there's a Chayv in Truma. And now, Bikesh Lass is called Karyo Truma. If you'd like to make his entire pile Truma, even after he smoothed it out, he's not able to turn it into Truma. We learned over there in the Mishnah, if a person says, my entire storage house, my entire granary is Truma. Or he says, my entire Isa, my entire dough is Chala, and I'm going to give it to the Kayin. He didn't say anything. He has to leave a little bit over. So we see there's a difference between Peya and Truma. A person cannot make their entire field or entire pile Truma, but they could make their entire field Peya once they cut that first stalk. So that's why Peya is mentioned in the Mishnah and not Truma. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.